You're listening to a podcast from BJSM. BJSM has a very strong commitment to helping patients get the best outcomes possible and for helping doctors make better decisions in partnership with patients. And so in that line, this podcast is directed to patients who have ruptured their ACL and they're considering having surgery. Our guest is Associate Professor Richard Frobel, who's from Lund University in southern Sweden. He's in the Department of Orthopaedics and he's undertaken the first study that had very high quality investigation of how patients steered when they had either an immediate reconstruction or a conservative physio program to see if they could survive and do well without reconstruction. Ricard, we're going to set the scenario of a patient, let's say someone who's in the age range of 22 to 28, who's active and very committed to playing football, for example, and they've had the diagnosis made that they've ruptured their ACL. And they're going to be listening to this podcast thinking, well, what does Dr. Ricard Frobel suggest I should do? Do you want to just recap the study designs briefly before we talk about your suggestions for that particular patient? Yeah, uh, I would be happy to. So, so the, what we did was to look into the two treatment scenarios, where the first treatment scenario uh, is the more commonly advocated one, where you uh, actually have surgery based on the fact that your ACL is ruptured and the fact that you want to resume football. So uh, that was one of the treatment arms, receiving early ACL reconstruction and then a structured rehabilitation program. The other uh, treatment arm that we compared uh, was to start off with physiotherapy uh, as the first treatment of choice and then close monitoring of the patients and if needed, uh, or to say if you were a treatment failure uh, in the rehab group, you could then have an optional delayed reconstruction of your ACL at a later stage. Okay, so do me the favor and be imaginative and imagine that I'm an excellent football player and I've got some athletic capacity um, and then tell me what you think my options are. Uh, I would say that, uh, well, first, the problem is having the ACL injury <laughs> at all. So what you would like to do is to just to draw the clock back and, and see that it never happened, but that's obviously very difficult. Now, being a football player, uh, there is no evidence in the literature uh, saying uh, or supporting the fact that you need an ACL reconstruction to resume football. It is likely to believe that you need one, but uh, you could do as well without. And based on our findings, I would suggest that you start off uh, with rehabilitation at a department where they are experienced with uh, that kind of rehabilitation. And then I would like to, to come back to my office uh, after, let's say, two to three months and see how you are doing. If you are not experiencing any instability at that point in time and you're running and maybe squatting and also jumping to some extent and feel fine, I would maybe not recommend an ACL reconstruction in the first place. If you, on the other hand, uh, suffer from instability and you feel that you cannot trust your knee, or even uh, if you had a giveaway, I would probably recommend you to have an ACL reconstruction. Okay, that sounds pretty straightforward. So 
there's no downside in uh, in waiting because I've heard that uh, I might sort of tear a cartilage or do other damage to my knee if I have a giving way episode. Uh, uh we cannot identify any any big factors of harm in our study, but of course, if you have a giveaway, you could get a serious meniscal injury and, and maybe even a big buckle handle tear or a big cartilage lesion. That is possible, and, and you never know. Time will always tell you. Uh, on the other hand, there is also complications with ACL reconstructions. Not everyone uh, gets back and gets a normal knee function after surgery. So I would say the backside of both treatments should be considered when you think about that. Okay, and while I've got you for free consultation, which would be very expensive in many countries, um, the surgeon's telling me that there's a couple of ways of doing this surgery. There's this uh, patella tendon one or the hamstring tendon one and I'm not sure which one I should go with. I know it's a complicated uh, situation, potentially difficult, but what, what would you tell me? That's, that's a difficult question, but if you go into the literature and look at what is written about this, uh, there are no differences actually in the outcome uh, between those two tendons, except if you like to crawl uh, for, for long, uh, if you want to crawl on your knee, you might be better off with a hamstring tendon, but otherwise there is no differences reported between the two tendons. Okay, I get it. And so if I don't work by being a painter or a carpenter or a jobs where I have to kneel a lot, um, there's no, no problem. But this issue of arthritis of the kneecap, is that something your group might be pointing towards? Uh, that's in the five-year trial or the five-year report of our trial. We did find a larger frequency of patellofemoral OA among those having a patella tendon graft. However, the study was not designed to look into different uh, different treatments in that aspect of, of graft type. So we cannot make any firm conclusions, but our results suggest that you might be worse off uh, in terms of OA in the patellofemoral joint if you have a patellotendon reconstruction. Okay, I've got it. So just in a nutshell, what would you say for me when I'm deciding whether to have an immediate ACL reconstruction or not? Uh, I would, if, if you, if I met you in my in my department here, I would recommend you to go to a good physio, uh, start off with rehabilitation, and then I will see you again in a couple of months, and then we make the decision. Because I, I strongly believe that we should treat symptoms; we should not treat the fact that a ligament is injured or not. Uh, I am a great fan of thinking about symptoms, and that's basically also what our study uh, tells us. We, we should maybe thinking, uh, think more about treating the symptoms of the injury rather than treating the injury itself. But the argument's been made that that would prevent arthritis, and you're suggesting that argument's not proven? That an ACL reconstruction should prevent the development of osteoarthritis? Yes. Uh, there is no evidence for that whatsoever in the literature. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Dr. Richard Frobel.
and he's putting a perspective on his research from over a decade for patient advice and clearly every patient's different and people need to take advice from their own health professional. But uh, on this BJSM podcast, we uh, alert you to his work, which you can find through the BJSM website on the New England Journal of Medicine and also on the BMJ, which are very well-respected medical sites. And uh, feel free to explore the BJSM website for other patient-based videos and information. And our Twitter handle is at BJSM underscore BMJ. Feel free to tweet your suggestions for other patient-oriented BJSM podcasts and specific questions for Dr. Frobel to that Twitter address at BJSM underscore BMJ. For more information about this program and other BMJ Group podcasts, go to podcasts.bmj.com.